Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep-dive everything Vanderpump Rules. Everyone, I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. We're back. I think I actually have more notes about stuff going on than I do the episode. Yeah, I was. I I meant to text you like this may be a fast one. Um, depending on if we keep some stuff for Patreon or what we're gonna do, but um, yeah, I was thinking quite the opposite. I was thinking this could be a long one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the episode, like, I, I have, I mean, obviously I detailed out the episode, but um, it kind of just happened. I don't know. I Every time, like, new news comes out or, like, something, like, the new episode, it brings me, like, comfort that we're getting closer to answers. Like, I, I don't know. This, this one felt comforting to me. Yeah. Well, we've got some other Patreon stuff and stuff this weekend, so I say we just hit all okay. the updates, and then get, we'll get into the episode after that. So the first thing is the reunion. So supposedly it's still scheduled for the 23rd. I just heard Andy say next Wednesday, Jax and Brittany are going to be on Watch What Happens Live. Okay, so there you go, Jax. You finally delivered on something you <laughs> announced good for you but that's the 22nd so are we supposed to believe that Jackson, Brittany and Andy are going to be in New York taping watch what happens live Tuesday night or Wednesday night and then Andy's going to like fly the red eye or fly like Thursday morning and then walk straight into a reunion that's probably going to be a long and intense one I don't think so so are they going to pre-record earlier in the week with Jackson, Brittany are they going to tape it in L.A.? Or are they going to push back the reunion? So, did you see what I tweeted to Andy today? No. So Dude, I, I you know, I am not on Twitter. I know. Well, none of us have been. You guys, we just reactivated Twitter because there's just a lot. Um, so, and that's really more of a way to, like, reach him or watch what happens live. Not that he'll see it. But literally, I don't understand why they can't push it back we're talking the 29th that's one more week push it back a week can you think of any guest on the planet that is more important than making sure sheena and raquel are both at the raquel or at the reunion like literally i said there is not one reason or excuse i think you can provide me unless you have god scheduled and are you gonna have god scheduled for like the whole week or something like who is more important than having both of them at the reunion? Because as it stands now, with the temporary restraining order, they cannot physically be in the same place, but nor can they ex- have communication directly or through third-party intermediaries. So, what, Sheena's just supposed to sit there silently, like baby in the corner, or Raquel just gets to dominate? Like, this isn't fair. We need to push it. Yeah. I, I mean... Don't, I would go a week. You know, they've done this with some housewives where they've skipped a week, made us wait for the reunion. I will skip a week happily. And Andy, I will skip a week of Watch What Happens Live. You know what? 
we'll all survive if you just play reruns. Nobody really cares that much. So skip a week of Watch What Happens Live. I don't care. Or, like, he makes everyone else take these gnarly red-eye flights to get to him. Take one to get to us for this reunion. You know, like, Katie had an awful travel experience, and, you know, she made it there tonight. Yeah. It's just, there's no reason that he can't reschedule this and push it back. It's one day, so you're going to travel one day. I mean, bring your kids with you, with their nanny or your parents, so they can watch, you know, Ben. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't care what you're doing. They're not in school yet. I mean, pre-K, maybe, right? I don't know. I'm just really upset. And so, whatever. If you have to, because I know they need to, they film the reunion to stay on schedule, so they go right into the reunion. I know it takes time to produce and edit and all of that. That's why I'm saying we're willing to skip a week. Or play a rerun in that week, or play, like, fill it with, like, B-roll or Secrets Revealed or something. Well, and let's not forget that the, um, the filming notices that they have all around L.A. and all of the locations that they need to be in go to April 4th. April 4th, people. Hmm. So they they could push it a bit. They gave themselves a cushion. All right. Well, we'll see. I wonder what the purpose of Jackson Brittany coming on is for. Yeah. Maybe just a weigh in. Um. Okay. I have another rant. Can people, and by people I mean everyone, article writers, people posting, podcasters. Stop perpetuating the reason Tom cheated with Raquel was because Ariana refused to give him the family he desperately wanted, and Raquel will. This guy, you guys, this has been clearly you don't really watch everything Vanderpump, and that's fine because you have lives. Um, we don't, so we do know everything. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but Tom and Ariana have done articles and been on podcasts before where they both have talked about not wanting kids that Tom only said that because he doesn't like to like say an absolute 100% like he wants an option if he ever feels like it he has said very recently he doesn't want kids he still not doesn't think he does but if he does at least he has the option later right um and she you know she froze her eggs either for friends or if she wants an option later or wants to have a surrogate she has that prerogative but they both are on the same page tom recently last year there was um zach peter's podcast live show he he posted a clip too tom and ariana were at his live show saying no, we've never had a discussion about marriage. Tom has never proposed to Ariana and like she shot him down. That's he's he's never talked about it, brought it up. They've never he's never proposed. So stop perpetuating that poor Tom just wants a family and this evil women's liver Ariana won't give it to him. It's like that's not the case at all. Yes, she doesn't want children or marriage, but nor does he. So he has said thus far. So if he he's welcome to change his mind. But if you change your mind, then guess what? You break up with the person. You don't cheat on them and cheat on them with their close friend and for seven months and in their own house. So there. True that, dude. Just, you know, it, it, it's, I mean, I know fans and watchers of the show speculate. We've been speculating a lot 
of stuff that we may not even believe or have evidence of. We're just brainstorming ideas we see and read and think about or wake up at three in the morning with. But I expect a little more from, you know, some people. Like, this is the reason. It's like, no, mm, that's not. Anyways, so what else is going on? Jamie all over. Should we? Yes, let's talk about her podcast. You guys, you should go listen and don't get confused because there's two Jamie All Over podcasts that were released yesterday, both with Sheena in the title. I didn't even realize the second one. I thought we were all talking about the same podcast, which was the one with Sheena on it. And they did the trivia questions we provided. And and then like, I'm going to sleep and somebody said something and I was like what like how do you know this and then I realized oh she dropped the other one that she pre-recorded over the weekend with Kale where they revealed all the secrets and receipts that they had about Raquel I'm like so I got my ass out of bed I'm like I need to listen to this or I'm not going to go to sleep so you guys you should go listen to it they are they're both really fun and good and juicy and reveal a lot yeah, it's a very tightly edited podcast. Jamie's really good at doing that. And it was extremely entertaining to listen to and like packed full of information from beginning to end. I mean, do we want to touch on the highlights at all? Yeah, let's do it. Um, okay, so Raquel, Kale said Raquel was wasted that night. Um, and we, as we know, she didn't go to urgent, urgent care. So that's Wednesday night. If you're physically attacked, beaten so much that you need a temporary restraining order or restraining order, don't you go to urgent care? Don't you file a police report? Maybe, if, so, maybe not if you're drunk. That's that may stop me. Well, she like, could have gone Thursday morning. Yeah, depending on what time her flight was, I might have I might have waited till till I got back in LA, but I probably would have definitely gone Thursday or Friday. Yeah, she went Saturday, and not only Saturday, she went Saturday afternoon. Kale talked to her via FaceTime Saturday morning. He said, A, she didn't look like what TMZ posted that had the, that dark darkness, dark circle. Um, he said she mentioned nothing about going to urgent care or a restraining order. In fact, that she was worried and asking him his opinion. Do you think Sheena will still be my friend? Or do you think, you know, not anymore? She was worried about Sheena still being her friend. So how do you go from there to filing restraining order when you want, you want our friendship, but you're going to file a restraining order? I mean, like to me, that reads as 100% she was coached by someone. And they both said that too. You know, like obviously someone is in her ear of to you know follow through with these steps to create a narrative that is different that's deflecting you know and so i think that is what is happening i still feel really icky saying that it didn't happen if she filed like i guess you're innocent till proven guilty so we say that sheena didn't do it but like still like if someone is a victim of something and all of us are like no that's not true her face looks like that it seems really weird and off to me and I don't like it but I I don't know 
like knowing Sheena too, like it's very hard to say that she would do something like that. So the whole thing is just really gross. And I hope that it like resolves itself quickly because I don't like it. I mean, he said, you know, he's a trained fighter. He's like, that's not how punches look. Plus, um, I mean, Jamie made the point of her talents yeah, not but even when you being look, able to make a fist. But the photo on TMZ, it didn't look like a punch. It looked like her a nail scratch on her face. Mm-hmm. So it could have been a slap, like no, no one's saying that it was a punch. And I thought that, again, I feel like that's kind of reaching to say that, like, I, I, thought, know, I know how black eyes form. It's like, okay, like, it, well, but yeah. I don't know. But, but I had one recently and like I went to, I didn't even leave my hotel room because I was too embarrassed, let alone would I've gotten on a flight. I would have delayed that flight. So I don't think it was that bad, but I thought it said in the TRO, she threw her head against the wall and like got an owie on the back of her head. She had blurred vision and that she punched her. I thought that was in the TRO. Oh, I'll have to read it again. Yeah, I, I just like, I was just thinking of the photo and I was like, I get the, the argument that Sheena's fist couldn't close, but it looked like a nail mark to me, like a, like a slap, like a, I don't know. Yeah, well, also, I mean, they did both kind of agree that like she grabbed her phone. Maybe they were wrestling like the phone out of her arm and in that tussle, like a nail yeah, and and she always has like those like beaded bracelet holders on her phone. Like that could have scratched her too. Yeah, I'm trying to find the TRL. Yeah, you you know, I'm pretty sure you're right. I do recall seeing a punch on there. Oh, I think, okay, so I have, oh, this is just the check mark. I also feel like that it's come out very strongly from Sheena's camp and her close-knit people that speak for her that it was not a, quote, punch. So I think that they're really arguing that word specifically, that she did not punch her. Um, you know, yeah. so me, you know, maybe she didn't punch, but something else happened that we don't know about. I don't know. Yeah. So the, and then the rest of this podcast was kind of about probably what Sheena's part of Sheena's game plan is bringing like receipts or character witnesses about, you know, the, the course of events from Kale talked to Raquel on Thursday and Friday and Saturday. So he, you know, he heard her firsthand account cause he was still being her friend at that point. So I would think his, and he has like phone records to back that up, text threads, Jamie and Lexi have like text thread stuff to back up like about her lying and situations. Okay, yes, let's let's talk about that. So that was one of the big, um, one of Jamie's cryptic posts that she placed where, um, she said that there was lying going on and there was a lot of questions of if this was about like a COVID card or something like that. And she cleared that up and said that is not that that's not what she was speaking about. Um, what she was talking about was something that happened at the Canyon Club um, between or, or involving James and Raquel and some some fans that were outside. Yeah, well, Raquel was you know, the rumor was James was getting kicked out of the Canyon Club after arguing with Allie. We've heard that's true and also not true, but apparently there's a couple people recording it, um, like a fan, and then I forget who else she said. Well, they saw them, the, like the fan recording, and, and Brock went over, this part I don't understand, and said, you need to stop doing that. Stop recording. He's like, delete it off your phone. He's like, send it to me and then delete it off your phone. I'm like, 
why does she need to send it to you? <laughs> like, so you take, like, I thought that was weird. Like, why? And then Brock sent it to Raquel, but Raquel then sent it to production, but wanted Jamie to say it was her video and sign a waiver, but it wasn't Jamie's I thought video. I thought Raquel filmed. Raquel filmed it, and the fan filmed it. Okay, yes. And so, and then Brock went up to the fan and was like, delete that, send it to me and delete it. And so the, they did. And then that same fan came out later and was like trying to listen into a conversation where Jamie was, is this where she was asking Allie if uh, James had ever been violent with her? Um, I have this part a little fuzzy because it was, there was like a lot going on. Well, I just don't understand why the person would need to send it to Brock. If I was that person, I'd be like, fuck you. You're not the boss of me. And I'd be like, this is my phone, my content. It's an open bar. I'll film what I want. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to be a dick, if you want to be like, nice, oh, I'm sorry, then cool, fine. But also, you know, like having someone come up to you and telling you what you, you know, let's just say like that person with the wine came up and told me you need to stop filming send it to me and then delete like I would have been like fuck you yeah <laughs> you know um so I didn't understand that part but that wasn't really that part is really kind of a moot point um but yeah then Raquel sent it to production but didn't want to be attached to it because like James would get mad at her or something I don't know but anyways she told production that the video's were Jamie's and so production wanted Jamie to sign a waiver so they could show it on TV and she said she's not signing anything because she didn't tell production they weren't hers but she didn't sign the waiver because that would be lying but she didn't want to like get Raquel in trouble so she just kind of like sat on it and did nothing and then told Raquel she wasn't going to do that so then Raquel tried to get um, the pump rules person to do it and they also said no and I guess they have like a text thread of that conversation so I don't know just I I guess showing lying and deceit and then the the vax card I guess if you know she lied and produced fake documentation to production that could be an offense and Kale said well I took her to the hospital after Coachella and as of then she was not vaccinated so if she presented a card, it was either fake or between Coachella and the beginning of filming, she got vaccinated. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And then they said that they think the beginning of the Sandoval Raquel thing was early August at, after they were at Saddle Ranch together. I still think it started in Coachella. I'm believing that theory. Um. Jamie says that she did sign a release for the video, so production has it. Uh, um, people have been asking her, "Will you release the video that you took, you know, on uh, Boys Night to show?" And she said, uh, "The show has it, and I signed a release, so stay tuned." Okay, of Saddle Ranch. Well, I mean, here's the thing: Did you see when Raquel and Charlie walked into Sky Bar tonight? Uh huh. Sandoval's eyes lit up and he they were the first ones to hug and then you can I think it was I have to rewatch but then at the very end they're kind of showing previews they show 
Raquel sitting there next to Sheena. Now, on the other side of Sheena was Sandoval, and their arm was reaching around behind Sheena, and he's like, I see the fingers, like, tickling Raquel's shoulder. But I have to rewatch it to really verify that that was Sandoval, because we were watching you guys live on our laptops, so... I yeah. couldn't stop it. I couldn't pause it. He see, yeah, he he lit up. Like there was no denying that. Yeah. And then the other interesting thing was at the wedding, you know, and Katie said tonight she does believe that Schwartz may have been duped and a pawn in their little game and that Kale said at the wedding he Jamie and Kale both saw like the kiss happen. They were facing Raquel and Tom. Um, and so Kale asked her about it later and she's like, well, they, they came and told me to kiss him. Like they, they told me to do that. Like who's they production? 100% production. Production. Yeah. So you guys, this is what we're saying is that we believe production knew, or at least I'm suspicious that they knew the theories we're throwing around some here, some on Patreon. Oh, the cast knew. No, we're just discussing ideas and discussing what people are saying and not saying. I have I struggle with that as far as like the cast goes because I just don't think at the end of the day anyone would do that to Ariana unless they were all in on it and then it becomes a hoax. But it can't be become hoax because you can't have law and court documents in involved in this and as big as it's gotten. So I have to then go back to I just can't believe that you know anyone would know and withhold it from her a out of loyalty to her and b no one in that group is that leak proof you know everyone's gonna tell someone that's gonna tell someone yeah (laughs) i mean like the show's been on for 10 years have have there been other storylines like this like probably did we hear about it but while it was happening not really so, I don't know. I think they can keep a secret. I think that they are bound by a contract to keep a secret. And then what was this shit about Lisa Vanderpump? With, I don't know if it's a tweet, but then James storied her tweet about tonight. It's like, a, they're just fucking with us? Because by her tweet and him restoring it, that implies that um, it says... What they're comes? really They're really gaslighting us, is what they're doing. Yes. Because it's like, we... If we say what we're saying, which, like, people have given me so much shit about this, right? Like, and I literally am, like, beginning to just sit in it, much like uh, Jamie's co-host said, you know, during this thing. It's like, I'm willing to sit in it because it's what I feel and, like, I can't pretend otherwise. So I'm, you know, if I am wrong, which I've been wrong a lot. Like, it's, like, kind of a joke on this podcast. Like, I've gotten a couple things right lately, but it's kind of, like, I'm on, like, a, I'm on kind of a, a streak right now. I don't know. But anyways, like, I also, like, Sarah and I record this podcast live. We do not edit. We don't go back and tighten up our words, correct things that we said. Maybe I said things the wrong way that came out differently than intended. And, like, tensions have run high. So when I said this is fake, 
I'm coming from like this is all hit me. It's brand new. Like we're we are recording live, so you're hearing like a stream of consciousness that is just coming out. So, and I'm not going to apologize for that because it's literally how I have felt, and we've always been like that with you guys. We want it to be like we're having a conversation, we're brainstorming, we're figuring it out together. So. Um, you guys can send your clips to whoever you want. Like, I really don't care. Um, and I think we're just doing what I've heard on every other podcast, people running their mouth a trillion times worse than me. So, um, oh my gosh, there's so much that like, normally we don't listen, but it's like, oh, I'm interested in this or that, or, you know, and I'm like, I'm, I get so frustrated because so many facts are wrong, like basic facts. And they're twisting the story around like this false information and it drives me nuts. So, Or, you know, I, I've gotten a lot of criticism of people saying like that I'm really um, continuing this narrative that um, A, Ariana knew or everyone else around her knew. And that is just like, you know, so horrible of me to do. Like, how dare I exploit Ariana's feelings like that? Like that I just disregard her feelings and go off and say that this was all part of a storyline like that so rude you know what else is rude the Vanderpump Rules production picking up cameras literally the moment after the moment it happens and filming and they're actively saying they are filming and creating storylines to finish this for into this season for us so it's what the show is and like for you guys to come at me and be like that's it's like dude that's they're making a show they are making, that's all I, and maybe my words have gotten jumbled and you don't like the way I'm saying it. I don't like the way I'm saying it either, but it's what's happening. Yeah, they're they're being very exploitative and, you know, but yeah, Lisa, watching closely, dot, 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 tonight, or watch closely. So what are we supposed to watch for, Lisa? And then James retweeting that, yeah. retweeting that, like, like word, you know, I'm like, uh, again, gaslighting us like, oh, you guys know something we don't know. Oh, it's hidden. We should watch closely. Yeah. But then if we do come out with like a theory or we show <laughs> something, then we're shot down by being yeah. like, no, that's wrong. You're completely wrong. We will put out a podcast and prove you wrong. Um, <laughs> so it's like, OK. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um. So yeah, that but I me- I'm still finding I still find it really fun. And then just one more comment on like the the social aspects of like what has happened with Scandaval Day thirteen wherever we are four thirteen fourteen. Um, the other thing is is like we will post a clip on like our Instagram, and people will be like, "Stop trying to show that this is equal to Raquel and." Sandoval and it's like that's not what we're doing but to go back and watch some of these clips where like it's it's a similar feeling I feel like that's very valid and I'm not going to stop doing that or or really like takes us back to you know what Sandoval showed us all these personality traits before we just overlooked it all of these years because he was with someone so wonderful that we couldn't think and Kristen said that exact same theory she goes I always knew he was this way but she goes but Ariana was with him for so long. Yeah, that she I like just... she like validated him. She made him look yeah. normal. And once in a while, he would let out these like crazy statements. And then you would go, I mean, he's always rubbed me the wrong way. I've always not liked him. But 
I like question myself as being a hater because like Ariana is so lovely. You know, it's like yeah, she's, if and she's she, no dummy, she's yeah, smart. She's smart, and if she likes him and she puts up with him, then maybe like I always thought maybe Sandoval is like reflecting something of myself back at me that I don't like because I love themes I love planning like all the things that where I'd like roll my eyes at him I was like oh my god like is it just a reflection of me back at myself or something like well that's what Lala said she goes everything he projected at me it was actually everything that he is so you might be onto something yeah yeah I don't, no, I don't know you're no Sandoval <laughs> um, so yeah that's why I posted that narcissistic post today or the um, because I, I was just sitting here I'm going about my business working and for some reason that popped into my head about what he said to Stasi and like and I remember the clip and I'm like what was I was thinking it was season seven but it was season eight but I found it very quickly and he literally this is after the fight with Stasi over her book party and he's like dude literally everybody knows the worst my worst possible fear in life is being accused of being jealous and I'm thinking I remember thinking at the time and I'm like that's your worst possible fear in life like not like dying or losing your loved ones or hurting someone or like I don't know fear of heights that's a little more valid than fear of being accused of being jealous <laughs> like, yeah fear of spiders I don't know I just thought that's such a narcissistic statement right there. Yeah. And then it, and then in that same episode, it was Stassi's little spider thing. And she's like, and that is the making of a narcissist superhero or whatever. I was like, oh, this goes together. But it, I mean, it's signs like that we saw way back when or like, oh, but we're going to be like renting bulldozers and stuff, you know, to Ariana or the jumping on the book bandwagon and just all, all of the shit. It all, it all, adds up we just we chose to ignore it for ariana's sake we chose to let it slide yeah we we created a monster okay so back to like the cast so i'm like i'm gonna go with like i i don't think the cast friends or family knew but i do think some i think schwartz knew i think raquel's sister knew possibly some of college uh, Raquel's college friends because there was that one supposedly I mean that posted on Reddit that was supposedly a friend that outed her I think Joe knew I think they double dated Schwartz and Joe and, and um, as you posted mm-hmm. and I think Schwartz knew longer than what Sandoval's saying because of his TMZ I thought it was funny tonight when Katie and Andy were like have you ever heard of like no comment because like isn't that the point? Everyone just walks by, puts their head down, and says no comment. But he was like going into such detail. But like, why wouldn't Sandoval already said, "Oh, Shorts knew about like a month ago." Um, like, why wouldn't you just reiterate what your buddy already leaked then? Because he knows it's a lie, and Schwartz knows he's a bad liar with the hand over the mouth. And so he'd ra- and he also knows that there's a chance that. I knew a month could be refuted and come out so then he'll really look like a liar so instead he just said I prefer not to comment because he knows he knew fucking longer I and have he didn't answer Katie either he didn't Katie asked him and he wouldn't tell her I've been going over and over this like how I would feel if say like someone in our circle did this you know that like I saw pretty often I hung out with them like how would that make me feel 
and would I go, gosh, I guess I did see, but I didn't see. Like, I, I personally... I'm too nosy of a person. I feel like I would have known. And I and I didn't you think that Katie's answers were a little odd tonight? How she was like, I'm not surprised. I wasn't surprised. No, I wasn't surprised that it was Raquel. Well, and then finger pointing cuz she's like, and I'm in the cheap seats. Like, yeah, basically, basically saying, saying every- she's she's far removed from it and she still saw it. So someone like Sheena who is close to her should definitely or- know. Or Ariana. Is she shaming Ariana? I know she's not intending to, but by shaming Sheena, she's also sharing, uh, shaming Ariana because they were close. Yeah, it's... I And, and I, I feel that energy from, like, the way James and Lala have been going so hard. Like, they've been... Their social media presence in this whole scandal has been very strong. So, I, I don't know. Like, I... I can't wait for more to come out so we can start like really timelining it because right now we have the we know the exact date of this boys night of when possibly something started blossoming now on this podcast they talked about when they after they went to Sky Bar they went to Saddle Ranch and that's where um, Raquel and Tom were sitting on the curb and like had a little moment, um, where okay. you know, which is basically where where it all yeah. began. Now, right. do we like? I was thinking about that. Like, do you count that as like? Is that where like the cheating started, or that's when it started? Where we can start watching? You know, like, does it start? Do we count from this date? Do we count from the wedding? Like, I, I just, I, I need like the like for sure jump off point. I mean, where did they go that night? Because it wasn't like Ariana was on that girls' trip. She was home in bed. So, isn't she wondering if Tom's not coming home? Yeah, he could probably he could probably just be like, "Oh, we did it after hours or Schwartz and Sandy's, you know, privately." Yeah, he probably did it there. <laughs> That's probably where they. Yeah, because at this point, I don't even know if Raquel's got. Oh yeah, she's got in her apartment by this point. Yeah. So I have once I listened to Jamie's podcast, I went to like literally on the Instagram page where Sheena's wedding was to go through all the footage, any Instagram that any person, not even the cast, like I was just looking for, I wanted to see Sheena on that swing. I wanted to see if I could capture the on-camera kiss between uh, Schwartz and Raquel. Um, Like I I was just looking for any, or I went to the Saddle Ranch, you know, uh, Instagram seeing if like any, if a fan happened to, you know, take a video and I came up empty. But what I, Sheena's old vlogs. Yeah, I went through them. What I did see (laughs) was, um, have you slept at all? No, (laughs) I'm like so manic about this. Like you don't even know. So the, uh, what I did see though was so many fans photos at Schwartz and Sandy so you know like it's awesome you go there uh, Sandoval's there Schwartz is there people take selfies right they're selfieing with them they're so excited to see them the new restaurant in almost every single fan photo that you can see of that and you can go right on to, it's uh, open on Instagram um, Raquel's in almost every single one they're not together but she's there Every night they are there. It's very bizarre. Yeah. 
interesting. I saw the, uh, what's funny, it just reminded me, because she's there, like she's at every show, and that was one of Katie's things of how she, you know, she said, oh, I saw her, you know, found out she was at a show because I was trolling Reddit, and she didn't post about it. She posts everything. Okay, when we were at the San Diego show, Michaela was like, I just couldn't believe, she's like, Sheena was there like taking pictures with fans before they went upstairs. Raquel was standing behind Sheena, but behind the little rope on the stairs, she just kept taking selfie videos of herself. Like how, if people think Sheena posts a lot, like Raquel is a thousand times worse. So the fact that she posts everything and then didn't post at all when she was up at that Sacramento show. And normally she's front row dancing around, also filming. But this one, she was hidden up in the upstairs, never came down, you know? And there's a lot of behind-the-scenes band footage of that. Like, um, a couple of the band members posted, like, 10 carousel slides on their grid. And you see them warming up vocally. I didn't see her back there. I was, like, trying to I could not spot her. So she really stayed out of sight there. So did you know... So we just thought after Jason's rant on us... That he blocked us. He's actually the, the the site's down. Did you know that? Yes. Um, because I was talking to someone else unrelated to us, and they they said, "Oh no, it's." We realized it's down because they thought they were blocked too, and they're like, "How would they even know who we are?" Anyways, um, so then I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna go to the website." So I go to the website, and yeah, the Instagram's down, and but yeah, their links are still there. But the, their Facebook is still there. So if you click on Facebook, it brings you to Tom Sandoval's page. Like his, not really personal Facebook. It's like fan page. It doesn't say fan page. It just says Tom Sandoval. But what's hilarious is like he never shut off the comments. So people are over there just roasting him. And all these comments on like any post he's like made like six months ago. They're in there like, you loser, cheater, has been, blah, blah, blah. Oh like, my gosh. You idiot. Why didn't you like close your comments or deactivate or something for the time being? It's just, just getting roasted. I, I was laugh. I was looking, I was thinking like also how neither of them have turned like, you know, taken down their Instagram. Like Ariana took like a little pause, you know, to regroup and everything. Um, but Sandoval and Raquel did not. And so I was looking at Raquel's thing. I had taken a screenshot of her Instagram probably like a couple hours after everything broke and I think because it was showing who her PR person was and then she quickly thereafter removed that as well but I noticed that since this has happened to current date she's get she's gained a hundred thousand followers a hundred thousand yeah well remember Sassy got fired and accused of all that and she ended up gaining too yeah I think she might have initially lost and then she gained more than she had before. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's so crazy how people are like, I hate you. Let me follow you. You know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> it's so weird how, how it works. We're going to leave bad Yelp reviews and boycott Schwartz and Sandy's sold out every night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to like literally shut down like reservation systems. Tom Tom <laughs> can't even like have their comments on. They're put, they're trying to drum up business on social media. They have comments turned off where they're like asking they're like what drink looks the best in this picture but you can't answer. You know, it's like hmm. But also they're promoting like what cocktail you're going to have this week and like a promo of their cocktails but they 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 can't serve alcohol still, right? 
Well, Lisa, Lisa tweeted that as well and said, that's all fake. We can serve alcohol. Pump is open. Everything's fine. I thought she said it will be open this weekend. Oh, did she? I just, I guess I read that really fast. So I, I feel like I heard that there was no alcohol at Tom Tom or pump, but it was, you know, it's just a bookkeeping error. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you should fire that bookkeeper because I'm pretty sure you probably got more than one notice. You know, like the electric company doesn't just cut off your, like they send you several notices. Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention to the thin ones, Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So did you think Schwartz or someone on Schwartz's team called TMZ to be at the airport? Because um, A, why wouldn't he just say no comment? B, I'm legit going to say I've been to LAX probably 1,500 times, and uh, no exaggeration, and literally never see paparazzi. I think maybe one time, and I think it ended up, they were actually filming something. It wasn't even pups. And there's so there's like eight terminals. I've seen paparazzi like probably three times in my life, like literally walking down the street in real life. One was at the Ivy well, by and Craig's or the, the other, yeah, the other is at Craig's. It's very small. It's it's a tiny little area that so it's very easy to do it there. But LAX, I believe that first of all, I haven't not said I have not said the word TMZ probably since like Kobe Bryant died, like when they bro- broke that story and like that like. It seems yeah. like a 10-year-ago thing that I even said the word TMZ. Like, I don't get my news from TMZ. I get my news from Daily Mail or something like that. So the fact that, like, we're going back to TMZ so many times has me definitely going, hmm, this is weird. I don't know. I, I will give Schwartz the, the um, benefit of the doubt that I, I believe they said, we will be at the airport. We're going to ask you these questions. And then still he looked like he was unprepared. I believe that Lala called TMZ to come and pap her because everything was they, oh. they were they were like, look, TMZ, we're going to be, you know, in this store. I We got this billboard that's going to go around the corner. We want you to capture that. Then I will come out of the store. You call me an icon and then I'll answer a couple yes. of your questions. To like I, to me, that one like there's no denying that because that. Because LA's a really small town, and we'll probably be around the the same corner. No the one same was time. on. No one was on the street. Like it was like literally like 10:40 a.m. Well, you know where that is? It's right by Vanderpump Dogs. It's that big grassy wall that every time we go by, I'm like, I always wonder what's there. Yes. Like we pass it all the time. Well, with the Schwartz thing, I just think, was how many terminals and how many flights per day? He had a baseball cap on, sweats. Like, how was someone recognizing him? He's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger or someone, like, super distinctive looking. Like, he looks like your average kind of Joe Schmo, you know, dressed down. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's part of why I think it was – maybe he didn't know about it, but maybe his PR team. I mean, regard, they- like, I give it to TMZ, though, because it was – I mean, both um, Schwartz and – Lala's interviews were incredibly interesting. Like they, they had me engaged the whole time. I was like, okay, now what? You know, like they they did a good job of asking the questions. I thought, but it was very odd. Yeah, Lala. Sometimes, like she said it tonight in the show, she was like, 
I say the craziest, most outrageous things you've heard ever heard from any person ever. And I'm like, not really, though. <laughs> like, I've literally heard, like, half the cast say crazier shit than you. Like, remember? Well, I, I also feel like she repeats her. Like, I, I, I guess I never really listened to her before going to her live podcast thing and all the stuff we've been to recently. But she was not the one. I believe it was either Sheena or someone else said, you're, we're just gonna, you're just going to have to put us in cages. And then she reused that quote and said it to TMZ. Um, and... Yeah, I don't like a lot of her stuff. Just is like, ugh. I mean, don't you think like let's go back to season two, Sheena? I would rather gangbang every guy on this bus than get in a car with those girl, those bitches. Like, that's crazier than anything Lala's ever said. Yeah, think about the stuff James has said, Jax has said, the stuff fucking Schwartz has said to Katie. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of. I, she just she thinks her shit is so much bigger and funnier than it is like if i am this girl stuff i'm glad you're doing merch i hope a percentage of it is going to something or or that you're just self-sufficient and take care of your baby i am happy for you and do it cool awesome i just don't think think it's that funny i don't think it hits that hard like i'm like eh. the other thing that she released this in the last day was she said hey hey ambular have you been going through my laundry again and it's a picture of Raquel and her in like similar black lace dresses um, in her story. And I mean, she had the black bow and the hair and everything. I mean, but I want, can I post up when she fucking ripped off JLo? Yeah. Right. It's like, hey, like JLo's pit, like take off JLo's dress then. And like if you go through, like they've both worn those dresses like literally seven times, both of them, Lala and. Uh, Raquel have been yeah, in that. It's like this. really did it first, right? On the reunion, like season five. Yeah. Um. And then she's doing the. She did the money by Monday. And I'm like, you can't reuse. Like, you can throw it out here or there for a joke, but like, I feel like so now she's using money by Monday for, you know, Randall to pay Jacks. And I think she thinks her send it to Daryl is like the new Fofty, and it's it's just not. It's just not. You know what it is? Is she has people around her that are really hyping her right now, and yes. they're yes, and they're also people that know how to get things done very quickly. And so That's I think true. it's it's rare in the Vanderpump universe to produce something that quickly which it's like they should have been doing that a long time ago and at least she's trying things like I don't I'm not gonna like I don't know yeah, it's harmless I'm harmless I don't mind she's doing it if all of these people but it's kind of their... eye rollish I don't know well if everyone had done that with like all of Stassi's stuff is wittier than send it to Daryl if they had all turned this shit around as fast as she turned this around They'd all be doing, you know, the Pinot Grigio, the I'm the devil, don't you forget it, the ice, you know, all the stuff. It, it, oh, Kristen Doty's stuff, suck a dick. If all of these things have been, like, marketed and merchandised as, as well as Lala's done this, they'd all be in a lot better position. So I don't, no shade on her doing it because, girl, go get that coin, fine. But how, so that's not exploiting Ariana's tragedy either? 
that's that that's not gross i know i know it's just like there's all these things and it's like everyone's making a lot of coin off ariana's tragedy let's just say that and we're all and and we're all just we're all just trying to make it through like i i don't i just i don't it's just not the time to like point fingers at each other like let's just make it through this and support ariana and wait for the details to come out because that's all we can do and women support women so i i respect and promote her selling this merchandise i hope she kills it as well as those people that did like the candles and the other stuff for charity and ariana's name and the podcast like if you like do it as long as she's cool with it we're you know do it get Mm -hmm. the word out when she can't get her she can't be her own voice right now she needs time so do it you know just yeah just don't point fingers at everybody else I um I was thinking, you know, like I'm sure she's trying to stay off, you know, and like not look at all the memes and stuff and everything that everybody's making. Even some of the videos that we have put up on Instagram, she could easily come in and chime in like she actually really likes to do this. We've seen the historically she comes in and is like that's not true. Like she will set the record straight. Um cuz a few of the videos that I have up and stuff it's like when, for instance, when Raquel and Sandoval are sitting next to each other at Sheena's wedding, literally Ariana is on the other side of Tom with her arm around Tom. It's just uh, creating the story to like show how this, you know, it's for all of us that like we're trying to understand how this possibly could have come to be. So it's like any visual we can get of like what was going on, that's what we're trying to create. But I just wonder, like it must suck to be her dude and see all these stories and narratives people are putting out there. And not be able to like make a, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I heard, did you hear on um, Jamie's podcast, Sheena talked about a couple of those, which were yours. Oh, oh Yeah. Because she said, you know, as we expect, or suspected and, and talked about, like, you know, we've, we've tried to, like, keep our reaching out to a minimum to people because we know how we've been slammed, that whatever the inner circle and people involved, they've probably been slammed 10 billion times more. Right. But she said it was very hard because she really likes to keep up with her DMs. But the amount of tagging and DMs she's gotten, it's hard to get through everything. But she did point out a couple. She's like, but there's some I was tagged in. They they were so hysterical and like she described the one you did so or two. Oh, crazy. Anyways, can't keep track because we've done a lot. I know. Mostly you. We can totally tell our different styles. I'm like, I'm like clip art. <laughs> no, <laughs> yours are I really good. I change my 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 text format. Well, anyways, I guess it. it it looks like something different and new and so we can just keep people guessing yeah all right so um stassi was at ocean's birthday i saw that Brittany, and i was thinking that they probably just avoided each other but then we heard on the jamie sheena podcast that um the first one you guys that Brittany and stassi did speak i don't probably think a lot but exchange pleasantries probably and Sheena had revealed that Stassi did reach out to Brittany when Brittany's dog died so that was nice mm-hmm. um, and that Katie and Sheena kind of put their beef aside for the time being for Ariana but they'll likely address all this at the reunion 
Stasi's tour has really like, taken a hit from all of the Scandaval. And you know what? The, the irony in that, because like Sandoval and Stasi just always been at odds. Always like he's jealous of her. She's jealous. Like they're not. They are, but they aren't. But they're always just at odds about it, right? Yes. And so for him to like be the one dimming her light on her new podcast tour and her baby number two. It's just like, uh, I, I mean, in another time we might've been happy and been like, ha yes. But now I actually feel the opposite. I'm like, Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I do like that. Sheena inherited the ad away from the Toms for hydroxy cut. Yes. I love the headline on one of the articles. It was like, Sheena steals Sandoval's paycheck. And I was like, what's this about? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, now I see. Because I did see it randomly. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, Sheena's doing hydroxycut. And I remember the Tom's ad. And I thought, this is a weird pairing. Yeah. It's like, Schwartz is not like a, a, he's just not the person for this. It's not a good match. And then Sandoval is just like, He's he's ripped because he's like crack skinny from like running around twenty four hours a day, partying, doing his band stuff, doing his like, you know, it's just I don't know. Yeah, I totally think that too. And like, I I honestly didn't even know hydroxy cut was still a thing. Like, dude, I used to take that stuff back in the day. <laughs> um, yeah, some of the models they use were also our models, and they told us they never tried it once. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, there was always like I feel like when I started working, like the day after I graduated high school, and there was always I would listen to like an older girl in the office, and by older, like she was probably twenty three, you know. <laughs> and I was like, they'd be like, "Oh my gosh, I've been taking this hydroxy cut. Like you wouldn't believe like what it's done. Like this and like." drinking water and like look and I would be like oh my god and here at the time like I absolutely did not need to take a thing but I would take it because these girls were like ugh. I still did it too and then I finally I was like well I really didn't see these magical results and then like when we came across the models they're like oh no we've we've never I'm like what the fuck I well, know not it's anymore yeah I was more of a remember like Dexatrim yeah, like you know what's really funny childhood. is there really hasn't been, like, a fad-like diet pill lately. Like, I have not heard, you know, like, there used to be, like... Oh, the, who's the Anna Nicole one? Trim, trim Spa. Trim Spa. Trim Spa. Trim Spa. Well, and then what's the big, like, pyramid scheme one? The one that, remember the, the skating girl had a deal with that? The Herbalife? roller derby girl? Yes. Herbalife? Herbalife, yes. That's still around. I still see that pop up well, every... I think they do like they also do like supplements and vitamins and yes yes it's, it's a, a lifestyle life. it's a lifestyle <laughs> Sarah <laughs> I think we just need to go back to like slim fast and like call it a day <laughs> yes oh man all right so okay we liquor license oh I have a fun game that I feel like if we say it people are going to slam us our ideas so I want to come up with our, our ideas maybe we'll do it on Patreon of who we think would do this uh, um, or like fit and then have people comment and then offer up their suggestions okay because I think it'll be fun to like we both come up with our list and then post it or talk about it on Patreon and then have people contribute so I'm just going to save this little note 
Okay. Um, did you see that like Southern Charm, like Austin and Taylor are like trying to pull their own little scandal? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. I I feel like I mentioned that last week because I was like, hmm, this is starting to. I'm seeing other things happen and. Yeah, it's not going to work. Though. Right. You guys, I had to go to the bathroom so bad that I was trying to, I unplugged like from my power source and I was just going to go pee and like mute it while Sarah was talking and I unplugged and like the whole thing hung up. So I'm so sorry. I, I didn't see your text because <laughs> I have to have my ringer on off right now because of all the notifications. Like Michaela was over the other day. She's like, oh my God. She goes, is this what was happening? Like when the story broke, I go, what do you mean when the story broke? This is what happens all day, every day, all day, all night. It's like, boop, boop, boop. I go, actually, I go, I think Holly must have just posted a story out. I'm starting to see a pattern because <laughs> for the first week, it was bloop, bloop, bloop every day, all day. And then it died down. And then all of a sudden, I'd get a surge of something. Bloop, 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 bloop. I'm like, oh, Holly just posted a story. And then it would die down. And I- then. it's kind of addicting like I I never under I mean we've never really done social media on Instagram or anything because we both just it's the same reason we don't do editing on our podcast like we this is what we do and this is like what we feel good about to add the other stuff takes way too much time from like it's it's way too time consuming hats off to anybody that can do that like they're amazing but it is a effing lot of work I mean, our goal isn't to be like, we're trying to be Instagram influencers. No. That's never been the goal. And so we haven't, we, we, we post there enough to that's relative to the show, but we're not trying to like, let's get all these like looks and likes and views and compete or beat these. It's like, that's never been what it's about. No, but. for, for like six years, we have not done that. And our numbers have, you know, we've had our core community of people, which has like been enough for us. It is amazing. We like, we get approached all the time for people to advertise within our small community of very engaged listeners. Like that's what you want as like a small influencer, right? So um, this newfound, I don't even know what you call it, like our numbers have skyrocketed. It has been very rewarding to interact with you guys and to see that you're like, wow, we've never come over here. So um, it's definitely been fun keeping up to date with you guys. Yeah, but it's a lot of work. yeah. So sometimes, like, I, I can't sleep, and I'll wake up at four in the morning, and I'll post something, and then poor Sarah's phone is like ding, 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 ding. If you know, no, now I just turn my ringer off, like literally, like right as I'm like after my Dateline has lulled me to sleep, and I have enough juice to like turn the TV off. I turn the ringer off, and then I'll get, and then I forget to turn it on in the morning, and I get like emergency things like. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oops, sorry, I wasn't ignoring you. <laughs> I like- I went and uh, with Ronnie's little performing group, they, we went and we saw Mean Girls at Seegerstrom. And I was like so terrified that my phone was going to go off that I like, I put it into airplane mode, like just to be safe. Because I was like, I can't, tr-. like even when I turn everything off, it'll, it still like buzzes through. So I, I, I went. Well, and into... I know I can like we can turn all of our notifications off, but I also don't want that either. And no, because that's gonna... that's scary. It's like I get more scared of like not knowing something happened than like I'd rather just like get the notification. Yeah, and we get you know important 
messages and things like that. that and, like- and like shout out to you guys because you guys have been so awesome. So many people have DM'd us personally together where we absolutely answer all of our messages. Um, and it has just been so fun like sharing the intel with you guys like oh did you see someone posted this or like I'll post a video and someone's like here's a different angle you know it's it's just so fun and I have to say well like Sheena said um, a lot of times uh, the messages end up in the other box so yeah you gotta go over to that and like remember to check that other box so if you haven't heard back um we're sorry it's also because of this time Sheena's like I, I didn't know Sheena replied to like every DM. That's a little bit crazy, but um, I mean that just seems like a lot of work because I know what a full time job it's been for us. And that's two of us. Yeah, while, you know, while doing and we're still not getting to it all, but trying. Um, we either you know will or try again, and then once you know we reply, you get moved into the regular primary box, so it'll be easier to to see the next time. And also, you guys can email us. Vanderpump Rules Party at gmail.com and then a Patreon message. Um, that's a smaller group in there, so you know it's higher visibility, like quicker visibility, that sort of thing. But yes. you know, we're trying to hit, hit it all in the Facebook group, obviously, as well. So any I feel of those like platforms. I feel like we've been doing a pretty good job. Like I'm I'm proud of us. Like we've we've definitely I don't know like how much more we can do it, but like well, we're hang, it, we're hanging in there. Replied to people that like replied to a story with like a smiley emoji or something or laughing I thought okay well they're just sending their support and love like I try to heart it I try to like heart their emoji or like go through at least like acknowledge it but yeah sometimes normally but the last couple weeks it's been hard to do that totally totally okay I have one more question and then we'll get into the recap okay um so going back to the Lala TMZ thing and she was talking about like the bottom feeders, meaning Tom and Raquel. He's like, well, would you like them to still be on the show? And she's like, sure, yeah, why not? She's like, it's reality TV, so yes. Hmm. How do you feel about that? (laughs) Like, if you're, if someone did that to my best friend, or close, I know she's not best friends with Ariana, but like, I no, I'd want them, like, I'd be diabolical, but I'd want them fired. I'd ban with everybody else. We're going to refuse to film with them. You know, like very much the way they already did to James. They tried to do to Sheena. Uh huh. You know, so I don't know. And oh, they did to Kristen. I mean, I feel like when we start making a list of things that have been said that lead us down a certain path of believing the way that the show is put together I feel like that's a tick on the side of production because um, she just you know like there she's great reality TV both of them she said like Jason it's a TV show yeah it's a TV show we're making a show Mm. see that it's that that gives us questions guys yeah but it's the but they're really friends. This is their real life, too. So it it makes it hard. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Alright, so we get into the episode. Yes. So we start off at Paris, and Raquel's like, I haven't been on very many girls' trips. And I'm like, my first thought was, like, hmm. Well, we know why, because you probably don't have any girlfriends or ones that have stuck around long enough to plan a girl's trip, I even clue to you. Yeah. Um, but I did find her, you know, 
post-disco pussy party in the hotel room. Like, relatable. Like, she's drunk eating. I'm I'm having a hard time because, like, I find myself wanting to not defend Raquel, but I very much, yeah. like, feel for her. Um but Let's like take I, it out of the equation. Let's say it was Charlie and not Raquel. Let's say Raquel is who she is, but she didn't come on the trip. Charlie was like the drunk one eating. The way they were like ganging up on her and mean girling her behind her back over her being I drunk. Was eating, it's... So, I, I also like I'm just going to like put this out there. You guys tell me like this could totally be off. But like. For me, it took me like kind of like after high school into college and even a little beyond that. Like I, I would say even like up to when I met you, Sarah, like I I too didn't have very many girlfriends and I didn't know like there was like people that came into my life that taught me how to be a friend. Like I especially like my issues with my mom my mom was kind of the same way she didn't have a lot of friends I was very popular and I knew everyone but I never had these like special like girlfriend relationships and where you learn how you listen to someone and you're there for them and it's like it's this give and take relationship that you actually like really have to work at but once you see how magical it is to have girlfriends and to have the like those times to share it's like the best thing ever and I was and I got it like eventually but I feel like that's kind of like where we're Hell is like where she I don't think that she has learned how to be a friend yet she and, like, and Jamie kind of mentioned this on her podcast where Kale, yeah like Sheena went out of her way to help her with a place to live and just to support her in every single way and she never really did anything back for Sheena and I think that's because like she doesn't love herself enough to be able to even do that for someone yet like I don't think she's there like Kale said the same thing. He's like, I was 40 minutes away. She was five minutes away from the urgent care hospital in Coachella, but like she couldn't go by herself. And it was like, it sounded like nothing. Like she wanted an IV or something, you know, like the hangover. And he's like, I drove all the way down there. And I, and I realized it's like, oh, okay. She doesn't, she's not really there for me as a friend, but she needs me as her friend. So yeah. But, yeah. So, and I, I feel like that, I don't know. And, and that, could totally be me just like think like cooking something up and I I don't want to show like I don't want to be in support of Raquel or but I still want to I still want to recap this show and put myself in her shoes and everyone else's to like possibly see where we're at with her right now and I and this whole scene made me so freaking sad and I have been in that situation before where I think like we're all having fun and everyone's like laughing with me when and then I find out they're laughing at me and then you just go to bed feeling stupid you know and it's like I I don't know that it was a really hard scene to watch so Michaela told you where I was laughing at you yeah yes yeah <laughs> Talk to her. A little snitch. Snitches get stitches. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I, I had to go into part of this episode taking the Toms out of the Raquel equation. Yes. Me and, too. like, if this scene was last year, how would I react? And it kind of explains maybe a little bit why, it still doesn't make right, 
why after these three different conversations about how Katie would be hurt by her hooking up with Schwartz, that she still went ahead with the wedding. Well, after finishing this episode, you kind of see why, like, she felt like she would, she, she was mean girled. She realized Katie's not her friend. They're giving her, they're giving her shit as though she already did it and she didn't. And then when she even right. says like, I didn't do it, they're like, oh, so you're going to stand on the fact that you didn't do it? Like, that's not good enough. And it's like, well, what? No, they're what? like, you would have. Schwartz denied you. You <gasps> would have. That was so mean. Yeah, and then I, I do think that the I would not trust you around my man drinking. Okay, that is very accurate and applicable right now. But at that time, we saw on camera Lala go, you're into him, you want to go for it. Like, I... I she said she was already triggered because he said he was separated and she didn't trust him enough to go there. So I also gave- think that that's like a really, I think it was okay for Raquel to stop Lala from saying that, or at least pause because that's a really effing rude thing to say, especially I'm not saying that Lala sits on her high horse of sobriety, but she does call back to it. Any, anything that she has possibly done in the past. Oh, oh, that's because I I wasn't sober. Now I am. That, that was because I wasn't. So it's like, I, yes, it was great that Raquel was able to pull that out of her arsenal and be like, you know, I was drinking and Raquel's like, yes, so was I. And also like, he's not your boyfriend and you also told me it was okay because you're not interested anymore so like the the whole Oliver thing should not have been a it wasn't a good argument and I feel like I feel like Raquel should have stopped Lala right there and said like so you think based that, on what yeah like you think that little of me that you're you're worried about me around anyone that you're interested in is that what you're saying Lala like you're intimidated by me if I'm gonna have a drink so loose Lala intimidate or loose Raquel intimidates you, Lala. Like she needed to unpack that question a little bit more because Lala just splurted it out and uh, Raquel didn't know what to do with it. She did handle it well, but it was like it, it's a rude statement with like really and like Lala thought she was so like pr- she was so proud of herself for even saying that. It was like. Yeah, it was very weak, and she was wasted. So when she said the her response, it's like, ooh, that was cringe. And I I'll give Lala credit for being mature enough to like shut it down because she realized she was drunk. Do you know what but, else? You know what else really bothered me more than even like the words was that they were trying to shame her for heating up her leftovers from Lisa's restaurant. Like first of all. Like, props to her for not going into the mini fridge. Props to her for not calling down to room service and running up like a $200 that's tab. That's what you do on a girl's trip is you get drunk and then you, you eat dumb yeah, But they, they literally, drunk. they acted like, they're like, this is, this is absolute, oh my God. She's eating, is that all of our leftovers? She's eating right now? Oh my God. And then, and then she... All the girls are together in the bed, and she sits on the end of the bed, and they're like, oh, no. What? This is crazy. She's, is un- she she's unhinged. She's absolutely <laughs> crazy. She didn't even – she almost fell off the bed, and she caught herself. So I think she was fine. <laughs> like, I think her behavior was fine. I think her galaxy lights were fine. And why is Lala got to shade Taylor Swift to bring her into it? Yes. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> so what if she was dancing that, around the That's the, the second Swift? strike for Lala 
uh, of first it was Shania Twain and now it's Taylor Swift. She already like backpedaled on her Shania Twain co- comment. She was like, yeah. "No, that's not. I love Shania Twain. I I ride for her." But you know, so it's like, okay, let's hear it now on Taylor Swift. And the Galaxy Light is totally fun. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder her and Santa all like connect. <laughs> but I mean, I'll, honestly, I was like, you know, the kids have. Now have the stars the, lights and I like I was shopping for one because I really like it. Yeah, it's vibey. Now for sure, remember we speculated on this as soon as the story broke that Schwartz was in his gym with his lights going on. Oh. And I think that Raquel was Sandoval. using her galaxy lights. Sandoval, sorry. Yeah. Um do you know what, like I, they were probably both lit during <laughs> their session. That's funny. Yeah. Literally, literally. Yeah. Lit. All right. So then they're rehashing the night and they're like, apparently like Andrew, the Portugal, the man dude, booty called Katie, but she was too tired. Yeah. She was thinking about it, but. Lala <laughs> <laughs> well, makes a stupid statement. I am the craziest, most outrageous person you've ever heard in your life. It's like the ego, man. All right. We already talked about that. Um. So Raquel confronts him, and she's, like, embarrassed. She felt like she said something wrong, but she doesn't really remember. I don't and like the- that. This is, like, the, the second time she's pulled that when she drinks, she doesn't remember. I wish that she would own it a little bit and be like, you guys, I was having a fun night. Like, I don't know exactly what I said, but that wasn't cool how you treated me. I wish she would not be like, I don't know. I don't remember. It's like, dude, come on, just remember a little and then shut him down. Yeah, and be like... I remember I said something that came out wrong. You know? Yeah. And then Lala's like, well, basically, you were, like, saying, well, if you can't keep them happy, I'm going to slide in. You know? But I'm like, yeah. that's not really what she was saying. But, you know, I'm also here not to be Raquel's defender. But I th- I just feel like they really took this and stretched it a bit. Okay. This is a scene we did. We, it just visually... I've been on so many girls' trips. Never once have we... Heidi and I have missed airplanes in Las Vegas. Like We've been all running late in a lot of these girls' trips. Never once we're like, should we save time and shower together? <laughs> and that sweet... You need to get home to your kids. Never once have we been like, should we shower together to save time? No, we just leave. Um, <laughs> and that suite was so big, I was surprised there wasn't two showers. Yeah, there was... That was ridiculous. They're trying to be racy or funny. Bullshit. Well, and I also feel like Lala is really overcompensating, trying to be fun, hip, cool, sexy, all while not drinking, with Christina Kelly not drinking. Like, they literally, like, they're shaming Raquel for drinking, but she's, like, the only one that's having fun. That's probably why Katie invited her, because she didn't want to be the two out of three uh, sober versus and you guys drinker. this is coming from like I am almost always sober too so I am that person too and I know how hard it, it's hard dude when other people are at another level and you're watching them it's like sometimes it's like it's very hard but you have a fun personality and you like aren't you know like you're naturally awake yeah I can I can ride with it I the night I did have the hardest time was our most viral um, T. Sandy and the most extras um, at that concert. Like, I had a yeah. very hard time that night. 
Yeah, it, yeah. That started out real rough, and then the three of us got real wasted, and I was like the least wasted. Yeah, you were. <laughs> you were. It no. Uh, it was just. It was just like it was fun. It was loud, and then like I, I just like got overstimulated. I was just like I. I literally can't anymore. Well, we literally had like the cast asking us to surround them and like some of them yes and, and yeah there was, there was a little problem oh, protect us blah, blah, blah. and i was like it, it was like yeah i don't know yeah that it was crazy so then they drive to havasu <laughs> i like they're like hurry we have to leave we have a two-hour drive to lake havasu <laughs> now and then katie's talking about like so again, this is now the fourth conversation where she's talking about Tom being her family, her whole life, blah, blah, blah. Like, Cal should have been paying attention during this. You know, that's four times now we've seen this season about, you know, maybe don't make, but we see by the end, you know, why. But anyways, so it just kind of explains why she did proceed ahead with the the wedding stuff if it wasn't planned we kind of think it was planned and plotted by production they convinced Schwartz to go along with it I don't know um what did you think that house in Havasu I mean obviously it was an amazing house but that is not what I picture when I maybe it's been a long time I picture the river and then like the Lake Havasu area like I picture like Vicky Gunvalson's river house Lake Havasu house so there's different areas for sure but yeah that that was not it um i'd want to be if i'm going to go all the way there i want to be on the water yeah not in a little mansiony no. neighborhood where i have to drive down in like laughlin yeah <laughs> like no yeah So we go over to Schwartz's apartment, and he's in a robe, and answers the door for the stylist that he and Sheena got to give him some new looks and new clothes. And he decides to keep his ugly '80s like Aztec print blazer for his my roommate Joe. You know, she's got a really eclectic kind of style. Eclectic. She'll rock this, and she—that is exactly how she dresses. Yeah, you can attest. <laughs> yes. 100%. And he's like, she's like, well, I think we should have a boys' night because I was left out of the girls' trip and I'm one of the boys, anyways. And um, he's like, you know, so we'll have a, a, she's having a divorce party. We'll have a divorce, you know, boys' night. He's like, no, no. It's, it's not, not a divorce, divorce party. It's not a divorce. She's like, yes, it is. He's like, no. <laughs> like, do you not realize when she said she wanted to get divorced that you actually have to just not be separated and friends? You you, you still get divorced, right, George? You, you they both, that? yeah, they both seemed like they they are not like they're not aware of that, and they're they're trying to give us like a little bit of hope that something's going to happen. They even bring it up later that you know her mom feels the same way. So, what did you think about the info Raquel spilled about? We kept hearing about Thanksgiving, you know, on the reunion when they announced their breakup, James and Raquel, that I, all we heard was about James didn't wear the hiking boots. Raquel's dad got Raquel's dad got upset, but we didn't hear about the freak out. No. And then the whole ride home of your father's a miserable man because he's married to a miserable bitch. 
A miserable like, fat bitch. Did he say that? Yes. Oh my god. She's married to a fat bitch. She said she said he couldn't stop himself. Um and she said he needed to shut up or she was gonna get out of the car. <laughs> oh so her I mean I, I honestly understand her MO. She was gonna wait for him to go to London and just move all her shit out and leave a note with the ring. I get and, it. And I felt like Lala and Katie like were both kind of like so you you were like not gonna say it to his face, you were gonna take like the pussy way out. And it's like sometimes when you're in a situation like that where yeah. If if you bring it up to someone who is going to just, like, burst out like that, it is a lot easier to do it like that. And I well, don't think there's there's nothing wrong with that. He's the love bomber guy. And he could also flip it and be like, I'm going to kill myself without you. If you don't, if you leave, there's nothing left for me. Like, he could, re- he really has shown a pattern of being able to manipulate and control her. You know what I mean? Like, and again, we're not sticking up for Cal, but you know, like he pays all the bills. He tells he he helps her speak. Uh, what what kind of su- what what does suck about this for Raquel is the timing of all this coming out. Yeah. Is I truly think she was working through everything that she has been through. Like obviously, she pours out her heart here, and I don't want to just like not talk about that because I feel like it does begin to show. Like, we're, we're starting to uncover where she was, like, where her character was, where her heart was at this moment. And she straight up says, like, that she lost her identity, and now she's like, you know, I'm the single girl, and people keep asking what I want, and I don't know. And and then she just kind of loses it because um, yeah, it's just a lot. And I think... I mean, like, the panic attack, like, that, that seemed real. And also, I'm sure there were some, like... I mean, I wanted to say tears of guilt, but I don't know. Maybe guilt from hooking up with Sandoval at Coachella. I don't know that they had started a relationship at that point. Maybe they had, but maybe that's why she was so... To me, it was like, I also think that she wants to, like, bear her soul to these women that are in the car with her. She wants their understanding. She's looking for, like, that connection and you know when they're not making fun of her you know like i feel like it was all of that like piled on and like truly she can't answer the questions of what she wants or who she is i think that is overwhelming and then she kept on calling back to that car moment that it was special to her like when lala kind of circled back and was like dude you're okay you were cute last night it was funny like don't freak out like we yeah. we she for a moment Lala was nice you know even though yeah, in the confessional she, she talked over. yeah she talked shit but like she I would have kept driving so I wouldn't have had to like hug and comfort I'll be like you guys comfort her I'll keep driving but Lala pulled over um and then Christina Kelly was like it seems like you're holding in a lot of emotion at this point though like like uh according to the timeline I don't think she had anything to be guilty of so I think she was holding in a lot of just being unsure about herself and just having no confidence at the time. Yeah, I mean, if she's... So, the Canyon Club was July. She's filming James, like, getting thrown out. Like, maybe she's not hooking up with Sandoval in July because she's still wrapped up in the James and Allie thing a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know? So maybe she hasn't gone there. Maybe she had the little make out with Sandoval and maybe she's got a little tinge of guilt there mm-hmm. coupled with 
the James and Allie thing and then coupled with not knowing who she is and all of this, you know, snowballing, this was a legit panic attack based, you know, maybe 10% guilt, but yeah, not full blown yet. Then after leaving, after feeling ganked up on, she was like, fuck it, fuck them all. She went back and consummated with Sandoval. I don't know, just a theory. Yeah. And then also, you know, she can't really confide in anyone on the show. I think she, you know, she brought, I think she tested the waters with Charlie, like when they were at Sir, and she could see Charlie was like, "Mm, no, that's not a good idea. Like, Charlie's going to be there for her, but within reason. And I think Charlie really showed that. I think she was like the voice of reason and very cool, because at first they were like, oh, you know, she was kind of into Oliver, but then she's like, oh, you swooped in? Like, she was not having that until Lala told Charlie, no, 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 I told her to go for it. I wasn't interested. And Charlie's like, oh, okay. So she's, like, she's hearing both sides. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when, like, Raquel goes off to Lala about her hypocrisy and the the James thing and, and Lala just keeps saying, get over it. It's in the past. And it was six years ago. And Charlie's like... Yeah, but she just found out about it. Like, she, maybe she needs a minute to process this. Like, her points were really good. And unfortunately for Charlie and, and you guys, before you all roast Charlie for having Raquel's back, she didn't know any of this going on. And she has come out very publicly not in support of Raquel and this bullshit. So please don't roast her because she was hearing both sides very clearly, I think, at Martini Sorry. Bay. and. She just thought she was a little, um, I think Lala was a little over top in this conversation as well. And Charlie got that. She decided to stand by her friend who's like her actual friend, Raquel, and have her back. And yeah, the uh, time, Charlie, yeah Charlie has already commented on Twitter and was like, you know, like I, I'll never apologize for being like a girl's girl and like trusting my friends in the moment. She's like, now, in you know, moment, yeah. I can't, you know, like I... I watch this like completely different, but I like in like, she's not going to like, it was a true in the moment thing. And I, I totally get that. I mean, I, (laughs) I enjoyed this scene a little too much. I'm not going to lie. I thought they both did really well against (laughs) um, those three. They did. I mean, it was like, I wish I, I wish we could celebrate it a little more because, um, it was very satisfying, but it's like in the bit, like Lala still got the last laugh because she, you know, Raquel effed Sandoval. Right so. now, but like you could tell Lala was insecure about what story was going to come out because she immediately called James and said, I'm sorry, I had to give it to your bitch. And I'm like, did you though? You, you walked away like you always do, Lala. You bark and then you bolt. You said, disengage disengage and she's like shaking like Erica Jane and then she walks away like Erica Jane's actually getting in your face probably gonna punch but um, Lala always walks away I I wish that someone though would coach her to like like to own it a little bit you know what like why why couldn't she say you know what Raquel you're right I was unfortunately the mistress and I'm gonna have to live with that for the rest of my life but that doesn't make it right for you to do it or for anyone else to do it I like learn from my like why can't she just like 
Like she would snuff, yes. she would snuff the power away from Raquel so quickly and make her actually look stupid. But instead, she like she blames Randall. She blames everyone but herself. Well, because and yes, we should blame Randall, but she could come at it like, yeah, I was dumb and naive, and now I recognize the signs, and so I'm trying to tell you these are the signs. Don't be dumb and naive, like or learn from my yeah. lessons. I yeah, I believed when he said he was separated. Blah blah but she blah. Did, but a- she literally just said like. I had to wear that like it was my fault and it's like Raquel is having to wear that right now like it is her fault when um Sandoval is the one in the relationship you know what I mean like I it's just like it's super annoying yeah to watch. and then she's she compared like the Schwartz thing with the Randall thing I'm like no Schwartz and Katie were very publicly getting a divorce Amber was not getting a divorce from Randall when you were seeing him he was just lying to you. Different situation. With little and, children. Yes. And that went on for a while, too. So I think Raquel was right in calling out her out in her hypocrisy. And Lala just saying, like, you know, get over it. Or we're six. Like, Raquel kept coming back with valid points. Unfortunately, we can't, like, celebrate, like you said, because we can't be on Raquel's side right now. But her points at the time, if there was no Toms involved... I'm going to give this argument to Raquel as the winner. Yeah, and I and the, see, and, and I the feel I like was drinking when she said, "And regardless of Randall, and you also slept with my boyfriend, who was my boyfriend at the time while you were also seeing Randall." And all Lala's, I was drinking, and Raquel's like, "Yeah, so was I last night." Not an excuse. Plus, Lala gave her permission. I, I, I just feel like Raquel won this one. And yeah, and I feel like we have to like we're watching the show as if we don't know what has happened in the future. So like we, it's yeah, we're I, not. I, I, don't get it twisted, people. Yeah, I think that um that I I know this is this is going to be the hard part for us because we have to still re- be recapping the show, but it's like uncomfortable. Um, you guys, it, this is in the moment. We didn't know anything. Yeah. We know now we are not Team Raquel. We are Team Lala, Katie, Charlie, or obviously number one, Ariana. But this, we're just judging off this scene. I don't as know if, if I'm, knew. I don't know if I'm Team Lala. I'm still oh. like TBD on that. Yeah, I'm just saying we're not Team Raquel, but we are judging this as if none of these scandals came out. We are judging it on the situation right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, as shown on the show, without knowing what we know now. It's a tough place to be, but... I also think, like, just really quick, just, like, one more comment on the friends. The friend thing uh, for Raquel, each one of her, quote-unquote, close friends have come out just completely annihilating her. The one girl on Reddit, you know, shared all of her secrets... Um, the Jamie All Over podcast. He was trying to say stay supportive and say like he's mad at her right now, but he still loves her. Um, but like but I, I couldn't yeah. imagine my friends talking about me like that though. Like even like if I did something like that, to know that my friends would like turn on me that quickly would like I, I would question everything. Even if I mean like it's so shitty what she did, but like. There's no one on her side right now. Like, no Schwartz one. is standing by Sandy. Yes. Like, yes, you would want a friend like that to stand by you. Right and, or wrong. And, and it's kind of like, how can you? You know, it's like, 
I don't know. Like it's 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 really hard until we get the details. And even like when we get the details, I still don't know if I could ever, you know, be on Raquel's yeah. side. I mean, like remember it, they needed uh they needed Rachel O'Brien to come in to be Kristen's friends because friend because no one would film with her, no one would befriend yes. her. Yeah. I mean that that didn't last very long, but. Can we talk about really quick when um, Charlie arrives to the house and she she's like, hi, um, hi, I'm Charlie. And Christina's like, I'm Christina. And then she does like a little confessional. She's like, I don't really know like who this Christina Kelly is. And they do like a flashback of her serving Lisa yes. a drink. And she's like, I just know that now she sells lip balm for a living. Yeah. <laughs> and she's all, which I did look at. And then, and then later she's like, whatever lip balm girl with so much dick in your mouth and I was like does she know Christina at all like Christina's been with the same dude for like no, 16 Kate, years she and then said she's Katie's like, dick in her Katie, mouth yeah Katie's dick I'm like okay whatever you want me to say I mean like that's true it's just it was funny I yes but I, I love Christina um and then also she called her hair dry <laughs> which Again, she always has lustrous hair. Yeah, but. she's she like Lala said at her live show, like she looks very similar to Haley Bieber. Like she's gorgeous. Uh, um, so that, okay. but but it was just funny. <laughs> the one, the the whole Tom Tom scene was stupid. You know, whatever. James wants a boy night. She does fine, but nobody else. But I fucking knew. Like this is how we know shorts. When he's telling Sandoval, he's like. Yeah, I do when they're talking about like the divestiture, 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 Jesus, of like pulling their money out of Tom Tom possibly. And he's like, okay, well, I just, I have one trusted source that I always ask, that I always ask. Literally, as he's saying it, I am in my head going, he's going to say, it. he's going to whip out a fucking magic eight ball. Fucking know it. I fucking know it. And he's like, I, you know, I consulted this on everybody. And sure enough, it's my magic eight ball. I'm like, uh, shoot me. I saw this magic eight ball on um, TikTok the other day. It's like a, like one of those like squishy balls, but you like blurt like that. You like push the ball and like a little ball comes out of the ball. And that's the magic eight ball. It was so freaking cool. I thought I found it at five below the other day. But it wasn't. So oh, I'm Michaela on. loves that store. I am on. I freaking love Five Below. I always thought it was an ice cream shop or an ice bar. You know, um, <laughs> Chad's mom would always be like, "You have to check out Five Below," and I'm like, "I like I go to Dollar Tree out of necessity now, but like it's like very hard for me to go oh, there." Oh, she lives at Dollar Tree, but she said Five Below is like the the brand new name brand Target toys. Yeah. So I so Sandy recommended it to me, and I was like, so I didn't go specifically like because she told me I was like it must I don't think I'm gonna like it and then I went in and I'm like you like yeah I love it I did she like, keeps a lot telling of, like, me to go yeah you, you know like it's nice you know my second dollar to experience happened recently you know the one time I told you yeah last year and I was like oh my god I found this place but then it was really confusing because like I couldn't take the cart out of the store because it's like this big pole and the guy had to get me like a special cart because he trusted me and I was like I don't know what to do with all these like and then they like weren't giving me bags and I was like very confused and it's very chaotic and very stressful and anxiety ridden and then lines forever 
but still quite a steal. So I went back again. This will be like the second time in my life. And I, I again, I had the same experience, but I was a little bit more mentally prepared for it this time. Yeah, you know, and, Tree, and it's worth it. Yeah, it has saved my life a couple of times of being able to get some quick, cheap food or a toilet paper or something. You know, like it's it's nice. Yeah, because they have like name brand stuff. But yeah, she told me like just even I'm like, oh, okay, I'll go there for the Target toys alone because that shit adds up. And mm-hmm. if I can go to five alone, get it for under five bucks, like a wanted Target style toy, I'm down. Totally. All right, so Raquel says she tells the girls she's leaving, and you know oh, I would. Oh, just... really, really quick. Um, yeah. Are you on board to try a beer spritzer? You know, I have. At first, I was like, oh, gross. I'm, I'm not a spritzer fan of any kind. I don't like to dilute champagne or wine. It's gross. Um, this sounded gross. It sounded like a watered down, but. He put the grapefruit in there. He put the old, like orange. I'm like, I do like my like blue moon or whatever. Shocked up with a orange or a lemon. I mean, mostly a lemon because I'm old school. But so I thought, huh. And my go-to like cocktail would be like vodka grapefruit. So I was like, huh. But did he put sparkling water in there too? Is that what made it the beer spritzer? I don't know. I guess I'll have to try it. I guess I'm open to trying it if. if if both of all three of them liked it but then again i don't like a lot of their drinks yeah quite honestly most of their drinks yeah you know we found one that we like at Schwartz and sandy's and we found one or two that we like at tom tom but the rest are like remember like we've had some undrinkable the shit. Tom, i i have not found one at tom tom that i like at Schwartz and sandy's i do like that like so much so that like i'm fresh thinking start. about it right now that i want one which is the rare. cucumber lime fresh start cucumber lime and mint or is it basil i think it's mint mint yeah i mean and I um every time i've talked to schwartz about it like i'll i'll drop that like i can't have like a lot of sugar and he's like oh we made sure to make it like super low like we we use all natural ingredients and it's true it does not mess with my blood sugar which is crazy so it's it's interesting yeah because the one you like a tom tom it's it's probably like 200 milligrams of sugar it's like yeah and i still like i and i don't drink like i don't like it yeah you just always yeah get water or yeah i get a diet coke (laughs) yeah Okay, so she tells them she's leaving. Like, I would have just Irish goodbye and, like, peaced out. Um, as I've done many times, I hide from people until I think they're, like, gone or in the bathroom or in their bedroom. And then I sneak my luggage out and I take off. And then, <laughs> that's just the way I roll. So... I've always been that way. Do you think that this was, like, planned? Because I could imagine they rented this giant house... Um, the activities that they had at Lake Havasu definitely would have been better with Charlie oh. and Raquel. Like the, they rented jet skis. They pulled just a drink, just a, a drink. raft. Yeah, Kitty had no one to drink with. So I, I kind of wonder. Like, did, like was producer Jerry like a little annoyed that like he wasn't gonna like the wildest scene is like Lala diving under the Lake Havasu water in her thong bikini. <laughs> And poor Charlie had to drive all the way. Yeah. For like 
six hours. Yes. And we remember this happening on Instagram. We're like, well, well, now Charlie's in LA. I'm like, what, what, what? She was in Havasu for like six hours. And truly, that appears to be right. Other than like, you know, like six hours and then they went to bed and then they left in the morning. So yes. Less than a day. What a, what a waste of driving. Yeah. Um, that's a lot. Yeah. So... I did like how they moved downstairs and they called it like the, what did they say? Like the fun barn or something. Yeah. <laughs> that, so it, it did look like the funner room. That's for sure. But I think Raquel should have like left it at like, I just don't feel comfortable here anymore. I don't, I don't feel like I fit in. We're just going to go ahead and head back. And I think it would have just like shut everything down, but she had to add, you know, we're going to meet up with the boys at sky bar tonight. <laughs> and they're like, of course, of course, you know, that's a Sheena move. You know, they're like, you know how they always hated on Sheena for being like the guy's girl. Yes. And then, and then she goes even further. She's like, Mama, I just think you're bitter because Oliver chose me over you. If he wanted you, he would have taken you out on the dance floor. <laughs> oh, and like as cringy as that so was, cringy. like, like I didn't want, I didn't want her to say that. But at the same time, at the same time, it was like just the look on Lala's face was it was like worth speechless. it. Yeah, she was, she was speechless. It was priceless. She left like her jaw on the floor, like mentally, and like she didn't have any big kind of comeback. And you know, it, it's just like her. It is her ego, and they all say it. Like Sheena and Lala joked about this at their live podcast together at the Shopify event. Like they had that banter, like. You know, Sheena literally said, you guys laugh because Lala's ego can't take it if you don't and blah, blah, blah. And Lala agreed. She's like, yes, my ego. And, you know, when Lala said, no, I'm not a narcissist. I'm an egotistical person. Like, she owns her egoness. Mm-hmm. And I do think, I, I know she keeps saying, but see, doth protesteth too much. I think, you know, oh, I could have had him. If this was a competition, I would have won him like, well, you kind of were both talking to him a lot, and he could have done what he wanted to do. Maybe you did. Maybe there's more to the story. But then there's other things like, oh gosh, there was something else with the. Okay. I also found it interesting, like not to jump all the way to the end, but um, James, the note that he made about it is, he's like, you can't disrupt the the alpha, yeah, female, yeah. you know, uh, Lala, and it's true. It's like Raquel definitely pushed that line and Lala I, bit back, you know? I think her ego beyond the Oliver thing, whether or not he chose her or Raquel first, whether or not Raquel was second choice because Lala had already turned him down or vice versa, the second aspect of why I think she's like her ego was in action was the fact that she immediately called James. Like, are her and James really on a like day-to-day phone call basis like wouldn't that annoy Allie and he was like she wanted it known before the story got out I put that bitch in her place so because she didn't want anyone to beat her the story with a different story like well I called Lala out on her shit and she couldn't handle it you know what I mean like she wanted to own that narrative yeah from ego from a place of ego you know I probably would too quite honestly yeah but yeah, I do think I think she just protests a little bit too much with the Oliver thing, and you know, 
whatever. Yeah. yeah. So the boat cabana thing, I thought this was so stupid. So I thought the whole time we were watching like footage, I thought they were like on a houseboat and like a party boat where you, you know, you tie party boats together and and that's what I thought they were doing in Havasu, like you should do. I didn't realize it was like this little thing you take your kids to. Yeah. I mean, it. I think it would be fun with the kids. Yeah, this, I I mean, I just don't get why they didn't just stay in Vegas. Like there's, they could do everything there that they're doing here. It would have been a better like crowd, everything for like what they were trying to do. They could have gone to nice dinners like they wanted. And I, I don't know. It just, to me, like, it didn't. It could have been a good group trip. Yes, and, like, when half of the group left, Charlie and Raquel, it just made it, like, extremely weird. Yeah, and then they're just partying with these random guys who are like, this is going to be a bomb-ass day. I'm like, Did, and, you don't drink. If I was Katie, I'd be like, well, and have you And have you, have you noticed that, like, Lala and Katie are very similar, like, in their home-style lives? Like, for, like, three shots in this scene, they're in bed. They're literally sitting in bed together, um, you know, in the hotel. They're in it's the like, bed in the like ha- summer house. Yeah, That's in, all they do. Yes, in the Havasu house, they're in the bed, or just creeping down like in their comfy clothes. Like they're not. I don't it's know. Stassi. It's like what Stassi does. Yes, I would be running around that house. I would be. I don't yeah. know. It just it looked so fun. Oh, I'd be on, like, the patio or at the pool or whatever it had to offer. Yeah, like, like making, like, a fun, like, little charcuterie board. Like, have, like everyone talking in the kitchen, making fresh drinks. They like, could have just got a fucking Hilton Garden Inn and just yes. laid in bed. <laughs> yeah, and then driven to the crappy bar they went to. And then where, where, where Lala goes, this is America. America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like fully face tattooed dudes roll in i'm like mm, well maybe i mean but, you know like we know that area that, it's like i love it there I, Gumbelson and don go and I, also or yeah yeah it's it's amazing but it's not katie and lala and christina kelly right it's just not there's some people that can get down with anything i think sheena could get down there Brittany would have loved it charlie would uh, love it yeah, some people you can just like roll and and appreciate the element of it of like this is like I'm at some real shit, you know? But like and then for her to and then there are the little matching outfits and I was just thinking, "Oh, those local girls are going to hate those bitches." They're like, "Huh." Yeah. <laughs> Who about the real world? And then yeah, the fact that Lala goes right up to him like, "Where are you from? Come sit with us." And I was like, "Okay." I mean, like you Very make me, direct. You make me nervous. And then, like, let me see your eyes. And then she's like, okay, open for business now. And I'm like, wow, you got really, like, zero chase here going on. Yeah. So he's going to nail you. But, like, is he going to chase you? And yeah. I'm not saying, you know, I appreciate her being direct. I just, you know, in reality, how far is that going to get you? Well, it did get her because she did bang him. He's the first guy she banged since being with Randall and she did him for about six months and then she started getting DMs from girls and she put her PI on him and she decided nope, too many problems yeah so we go to um, 
and I don't care about the kitty beating the pinata scene boring unless you have anything to add. No, I just, I, it was just another sad scene to me. Like, they're trying, like, I, I felt Lala really gave it her all in this episode. You know, she was trying to be there for Katie. She was trying to make it fun. You know, she got into it with Raquel and that, you know, had that little scuffle. But she tried here to to make something happen and it just, it just didn't. Yeah. And much like the tasting scene too at Schwartz and Sandy's, I mean, it yes. was nice to see Greg's wife, Jolene, mm-hmm. um, Jessica, who we're going to hang out with on Saturday. She knows her. She's also a comedian. Cool. So that, I thought that part was a little fun trivia. Maybe we shall see her. Um, Although, if we meet her, then it's going to be like, I'm now involved in, like, the Sandoval Ariana Raquel thing because I'm the Raquel. Yeah. An affair with Greg behind Jolene's back. No, I don't know Jolene, so it's different. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll be the Sheena for you. (laughs) (laughs) So, Skybar, who was the tatted guy? Was that Matt, the bartender guy that they were going to fire? Why are they pushing him so much? Can someone tell me? They're really pushing Matt. Like, it's like, do we we need another friend in that group? I don't, it's, we're not lacking. They're bringing Brett around. Like, we don't need Matt. They're, they're, they're making fetch happen. I think they need, like, the, I mean, they kind of do need another guy in the group. They need an edgier, like, but, but, but he's like, um, Rachel O'Brien on mute. (laughs) Mute. Yes. I like Brett. I like Brett a lot, but he doesn't bring a lot of different energy than... No, he's just another body sitting like, there. Like, I'd be down for, like, I think this Matt guy is bringing, like, the Jacks energy, right? Yeah. The player dude, the Hollywood chatted, the bad boy. And that's what they're trying to make happen, and it's just not catching on. They're mm-hmm. Rachel O'Brien muting him, for totally. sure. Um, But that was him? Yes. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I never really saw him up close. So yeah, they're like, like, as soon as he walked up, they're like, Matt, what's going on? You know? I, I felt like, well, again, we're watching live and I can't pause or rewind. I know. I'm like, as soon as we're done with this, I'm literally going to watch gonna again re- because I, I did it. rewatch for pleasure, you guys. Because we have to type our notes so fast that we're like, you During can't even. During the commercial break, yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. See, uh, I watch, I watch, I can only watch on my phone. So I'm watching on a tiny little oh, screen Jesus. and then I'm typing on my thing. <laughs> Yeah, so when I saw Matt and I just saw that, I was like, oh, who's this? I've never, but I've never been able to see his face to determine. I feel like I was like watching, like, are you hot or not? Or wasn't that a show? Are you hot or not? Yes. I was like, because I could always tell, like, I'm like, oh, Matt looks like he has potential, but I they never really zoomed in on him. And I'm like, is this the Matt guy? Let me, let me see him more. Like, do I want more of him? I don't know. Um, and then, uh, so they're there. Sandoval lights up when Raquel walks in. They hug before anybody else hugs. Mm-hmm. And James is like, oh, I thought it was just going to be Shainer. Shainer. Yeah, so much for boys' night. Oh, I just got a, a text silently from Julia. Charlie cracked me up. Okay, see, we've got one stamp of approval on Charlie. Bitter, 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 higher, bitter. I mean, <laughs> I... I'm going to have so much content after tonight's episode. Girl, we had so much content before this episode. <laughs> yeah, we could have done, like, hours of just on social media content Shit once again. On. Yeah. 
Um, but I agree, Julia. I really enjoyed Charlie in this episode, and I have been having mixed feelings about her because I know, like, it's it's hard seeing the show like snuff her out the way they had, and I really was happy for her to like kind of really get some good lines in this yeah, episode. Yeah, you guys, just keep in mind they've edited her out so much she is like super funny fun witty quirky but like most of all just real and really doesn't give a shit she could take the show or leave it she wasn't gonna do it and you kind of like that in a person where they they give zero fucks that means but it's in yeah i feel like that almost sounds like she has like an ego but like the thing about her is like she really doesn't and when you talk to her you're like oh i totally see how she got cast on this show um they just are not utilizing her and it's like it sucks you know like it it, it sucks for her and when i say zero fucks i mean she's not getting paid like really she makes more at her other job okay so was she by saying like zero fucks she's not in this for like to to become the influencer of like the bachelor world or the she really gives zero fucks about that yes does she post sure um will she do it sure but like doesn't really like wherever the money's gonna come from fine she doesn't care if it's this show or anything else i think she really tried you know to use her but she wasn't accepted well within the the bravo verse for some reason and it's a shame because when scenes like this come out everyone is kind of like whoa charlie but you know yeah. uh so i would yeah. just recommend you guys pay attention if you have to pause and rewind to how she reacts during that martini bay scene she hears what lala says she goes oh wow did you swoop in like much like she talked to raquel at, at sir she called raquel out and saying I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think that's wise. She does that here. She's like, oh, you didn't, you swooped in? And then Lala says, no, I told her. She's like, oh, okay, then that's fine. And then there's something else they bring up about Raquel that Charlie questions, but then it's explained. And then she goes, oh, okay. And I, you know. I have a friend like this in real life. Um, she's actually like, I, I would not characterize Charlie as quiet, but my friend in real life is. And, all she'll do is like she'll come into a situation and like you know like when there's like something weird going on in like a friend group and like no one really wants to call the person out this person is like hilarious and like literally will just ask a question kind of like what charlie did where it's like oh like so you swooped in and like all of the like everyone takes a breath in and they're like waiting to hear like what the hell like we weren't going to come out and say that (laughs) um but charlie does in this episode and i was yeah i was knee slapping over here Okay. What, wait, wait, really quick. Uh-huh. What did you think about um, Lala telling Katie that she should reevaluate her friendship with Charlie and that Raquel and her are both two low vibrationed humans? It's just, it's just her. Yeah. I don't. None of them. See, they all went to war. Like when all the OGs were coming after Charlie and Danica and 
it gives Dana, Brett, whatever, the, the newbies, ugh, who? And then Charlie be like, ugh. who's talking to you, you old man, or whatever. Like, it's just, like, I think there's still some resentment from totally. that. Like, Ariana became friends with Charlie, and um, Katie ended up, like, opening up to Charlie and them becoming friends. I think she gave her a chance. And so I don't think Lala and Charlie ever had that uh, because Lala was busy with the Randall stuff with the ocean stuff that she never got to know Charlie and realized her true. Remember how Sheena just used to ride or die for Charlie. She's like, no, once I got to know her, like she's so amazing. She has all these stories and she's so funny and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They got in a tiff and they're not like friends, but for years we heard about this. So it's like, she's just that girl you need to like get to know. And then you realize, Oh, she's fucking funny or sarcastic and dry and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and then, yeah, she's just, whatever. But so, um, we kind of talked about the, everything on Watch What Happens Live, except for I have two things. Okay. So, I was a little irritated at Andy when he's like, So, Katie is, is really like just you and Ariana. They're, you're the only ones on this show that hasn't cheated. Uh, when did Sheena cheat? Is he talking about Andy Cibrian? Okay. Who the fuck is she? Che- well, then she cheated with someone she thought was like Lala Randall separated. She's never cheated on anyone. Yeah, true. A little angry about that. So either he is mistaken or he's trying to say she cheated because she was involved in a cheating situation. If that's what he's talking about, fine. It's a stretch. Fwain, as Lala would say, Fwain. Um, but yeah, I was a little mad. A little mad for Sheeners. And what did you, my last point, what did you think about Katie's look? Um, I was actually a little disappointed. When I saw her stand up, like in her photos, that like on the step and repeat, I thought she looked, her outfit was like a little better looking. I didn't think it looked great sitting in the chair. Um... And her hair to me was like a little off, but I did not see the step and repeat. So I only saw her sitting there. And when they do the, you know, the the top part up, I'm like, she's just wearing like a sweatshirt, like yes. a college sweatshirt. But like what she was wearing was like kind of like a sheer long skirt with like the little panties, like how, um, kind of like how Ariana did in the, her pink outfit. It, it, no, not even close. It's very different. It just again, it's Katie, Katie hit Katie. <laughs> She said she was working with a stylist who lives across the hall from her. You know what? <laughs> Maybe the stylist, if she was that successful, wouldn't be living in Valley Village in your apartment complex. No. I know it's nicer than Schwartz's, but can we call Rachel Zoe? I don't know. You're both umbrella. And then also, I saw It's so her... frustrating, too, because Katie is so beautiful. And, like, well, when you see her in... It's like... Yeah, a stylist, and I think that it, she it would like she would I kill the I game. I didn't care for the hair look. So I saw her story on the plane, delayed at an airport. Normally, yes. when we all look fucking gross, and then out to dinner with Lindsay Hubbard, she looked fantastic in airplane, airport dinner with Lindsay. What? Why'd you change? You looked great. What? Why'd you do what you did? I don't know. 
she looked fantastic earlier in the day is all i'm gonna say and i wasn't a huge you know what though on anyone adriana on miami who is beautiful did that too yolanda hadid said when they do that slick back hair rena has done it yes it really it's really hard to pull off I think. it's harsh Unless you're literally coming out of the water and you're like a Sports Illustrated model, it's the it's not a even the Kardashians when they do that slick back, it's not their best look. So it's it's the hair, it's the look, but it's also the outfit. Yes, the sweatshirt. I just can't. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll leave it on that. Um, I did really love Danny Pellegrino's five um, little moments. I felt like Andy was irritated um, with, like, just how into Vanderpump Rules he was, and he got frustrated with him a little about the reunion question. Um, Like, just wait. Just wait. Stop interrupting me. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I also noticed when Danny, someone asked about the book, and Andy just, like, tuned out and started reading like cards like I was actually I was shocked that he even let him promote that yeah he was tuned out though yeah he yeah it's hilarious Andy can be such a a little bitch yeah yes yes (laughs) I'm like did Danny turn you down sometime and you're just a little bit bitter Betty yeah um I loved the to be continued at the end of this episode I think next week is going to be fire um, I feel like more th- things are going to break uh, this week. We have a super fun field trip on Saturday. I can't wait. So you guys stay with us. We'll get through this together. And it's awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for all of your support. And hit us up with any questions, comments, constructive yes. things. Totally. And we'll be back soon on both this podcast and the patreon for extra bonus content that's right bye bye